0: Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar where they serve handcrafted food and spirits and they put fine dining into a sandwich. They also have a happy hour here for three hours every day from four to seven. If you haven't been down here, come check them out. They're Wayfair on Ferret Street and we have to be especially nice about Wayfair today because one of our guests on our show owns it. Donnie Rose is with the co-owner of Wayfair. Donnie, welcome to her Happy Hour. Thank you, Grant. You're welcome. It's good to see you after. I've seen you every day here for how long? We've been doing this show 15 years. Yes, sir. And
1: uh, this is the first time I've
0: actually got to have a conversation with you. It's nice. I didn't even know you were a guy. I thought I thought you were a woman. That's the strange one.
1: I'm usually in the window expediting the food every day. That's what it is.
0: Expediting the food. That's an interesting term. What does that mean?
1: Well handing it out. My best guess is trying to get it out as efficiently as possible. Right. If the the true definition of it. Expediting. Expediting. Okay,
0: Abby Mannix is here as well, spelled M A N N I X. That's right.
1: Correct. A B B
0: Y Mannix. Abby is a comedian who does sketch and improv comedy. While this is this is what you said yourself. Quote, free range raising four weird children. Yes. Did you have to adopt four weird children to
2: No, they just grew that way.
0: You gave birth to four weird children. Yes, I did. What's the common denominator there? Your husband is weird.
2: Um, I suppose so. It's the mixture.
0: Really? Yeah. What does he do? He's not an improv comedian as well?
2: No, he is a structural engineer.
0: So someone's got a real job, thank goodness. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> what makes the children weird? Um, I would say just an unusual viewpoint, you know. Um, no? No idea? <laughs> How how old are they? I have a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old, a 4-year-old, and a 2-year-old. Wow.
0: So that's yeah. you started pretty early then. Yes, I did. You don't look that old.
2: No. Um, I had my first... Uh, I got pregnant with my first right after college. So okay. Yeah. Um, was
0: it intentional?
2: Semi. Semi-intentional. <laughs> Not really. What does that mean? The well, sex was intentional, but... Yeah. <laughs> Conception wasn't. Yeah, I was. I was in law school and I was engaged, and um, I was sort of uh, having a, I guess, quarter-life crisis. Like, do I really want to be here? You know. And then, uh, lo and behold, uh, Eli happened. So. Eli's,
1: <laughs> Eli's coming.
2: Yeah, exactly. Donnie, Don,
1: you went to law school here too, right? I did. I graduated from Loyola in 2004. And when did you graduate, Abby? Oh, you didn't. Uh, you, I dropped out. You uh, got knocked it, up.
2: It was in Seattle. In
0: Seattle. Understandable, yeah. very understandable. Do you think getting yeah. knocked up was a psychological way for you to get out of law school?
2: I think so, yes. That was it. Yeah. If We're get, being honest.
0: So you willed yourself to get pregnant?
2: Yeah. Well, Me- mentally.
0: What, so you went law school in Seattle? Mm-hmm. University of Washington. you're not from Seattle?
2: No. Um, I'm from Philadelphia originally. Really? What made you go to Seattle Law School? Uh, my husband is from Oregon. So he had friends in Seattle, and he was going to graduate school there too. Okay. So yeah. So yeah.
0: you were serious. You got really serious early, then, except for everything yeah, I Except did. for your career, just about yeah. Your personal.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: How'd you meet the structural engineer?
2: Oh, uh, it was our first week of uh, orientation at Tulane. Oh my God, really? Yeah. So really? hang on,
0: I'm as confused as all fuck. <laughs> now what? You came down to Tulane right first, yeah. mm-hmm. then you met the structural engineer yes at Tulane, mm-hmm. and you got a undergraduate degree there yes okay what in
2: psychology so nothing basically <laughs> you know did you
0: end up owing them like sixty thousand dollars or whatever more
2: no comment yes <laughs> yeah now.
0: so how much does it cost you which what do you go to Loyola, or did you say Don? i went to
1: loyola um the good thing about being older is i only owe twenty thousand from college but i still owe 110 from law school wow jesus christ yeah
0: you actually still owe it today to this right. very day.
1: You you pay it much like a mortgage. You pay it over 30 years to give you a good finance rate. So, it, of course, if you have a million dollars, pay it off. But if not, it behooves you to pay it over time. Uh, right. But what ends up happening is you owe thirty or forty thousand a year for three years, and you end up owing a hundred thousand.
0: Really? So wow. So how much do you pay a month right now?
1: Realistically, it, it fluctuates, but I probably pay six or seven hundred a month.
0: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. What are you paying? Are you paying about the same? Is this what everyone pays in America?
2: I mean, I dropped out after six weeks. No, but
0: you're still paying for your undergraduate. Yeah.
2: um, It's a a few hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
0: you're still paying it. Don, how long have you been an attorney
1: now? I've been an attorney for 11 years. So if you look at the 16,000 or so I owe from college, I'm 39. So that's 17 years ago. I'm still paying on that just based on what they tell you to pay each month because it's 30 years. And then the uh, law school loan, I probably don't still owe 110. I might owe 90, 95, 100. You pay interest up front, just like on a home.
0: It's exactly like a mortgage. It's, it's so just like
1: a mortgage, just a very, very long-term loan.
0: So you're paying off the. How does that work? You pay off the interest first, and then the principal. Or the something? interest, and then
1: the principal, and you just hope you get an interest rate like 2% or 1% or 0.5%. You hope the government's happy, or the way the world is at the time just works in your advantage.
0: When you go to buy a house or something, and you owe $110,000, does that count against you?
1: It does is show it qualifying up. for a mortgage? It, it does show up on all of that. Uh, I guess the understanding is that it is a, such a low percentage and that you are paying it over time. I su- they do consider it, though. It's just right. any time you borrow money, they look at everything that, that you have, debt secured, unsecured. But the good news is that you're an attorney. What is that, $350 an hour or something? <laughs> there are probably some people that charge that much. We, um, we try to charge a little bit less than that, try right. to be affordable. What sort of law do you practice? Uh, initially, uh, coming out of law school, I worked for Morris Bart, a uh, local... Oh, firm. wow. <laughs> one call, <laughs> it's that's a, all. Yeah, it's, okay, and, and, now
0: we're on to a good subject, I think. You know, you know. and
1: it's... Uh, <laughs> I will say this. He, he is a pioneer in what he does. You know, he gets... You get a bum rap for being a lawyer. You get a bum rap for being a personal injury attorney, and he's the quintessential one. Um, he definitely was a pioneer in a lot of what he did in the advertising, a yeah. brilliant part of that. The law side is different, but you can be a, a brilliant in that in, in the marketing aspect or, the, or that aspect and then let the lawyers do the rest
2: i, I have a question about morris bart does he have clones because he's everywhere he, you, ju- you just see him everywhere i see him at audubon park i see him at the gym we went to florida a few weeks ago and he was on the beach in florida
1: he is everywhere <laughs> he is he's everywhere and he's been there for so long he's been out of school his law class, I forget some of the attorneys that graduated with him, but they are people that, have, that are in the, you know, in the public, in the government, and they've been around for a long time. You forget how long he's been doing this, but he's really been, and I don't know how long he has, but it's been quite a number of years.
0: What, does he have plastic surgery or something to keep looking?
1: Because you know, I only
0: see him on the billboard. I don't see him anywhere. You must go to places where Morris Bart goes. Where do you go, Bob, well, Florida? Where else do you see him? At the gym?
2: Yeah. He, Which gym does he go to? At the JCC. The JCC, I think, okay. I think he funds it because there's some uh, Bart-like... <laughs> film series I saw that outside on
0: the billboard too that says the Bart family film series
2: yeah Um. that's him Mm -hmm. okay
0: well that's very nice so he's a Jewish attorney with a giant face on a billboard if you're listening to the show and you don't live in New Orleans and you don't know who the hell we're talking about this guy is in a he's a uh, it's called Personal Injury per- Attorney. Personal Injury Attorney. And is, he has giant billboards, and it used to be on the back of the phone book when there was a phone book, mm-hmm. and he has ads all over the place, and on TV, where the catchphrase used to be, the slogan used to be, one, one call, call, that's, that's all. all. Mm-hmm. And now I see it's one click, that's it. Uh, He's catching up. You don't I like don't that like as much? That, no. Well, what else could you do, though? You want, to, you, know, you want to be online now. You want to be able to say, well, I want to go online and
1: click on Morris. We do. We try to have Facebook. We try to have a website that's interactive. As an attorney, um, the only thing you can do is help people that come to you yeah. and you have to get them to come to you. That, and I'm sure that's for plumbers, electricians. Any job where you have a trade, you have a craft, and you need someone that needs your services, um, you have to hope that they get there. And so it's, uh, if the internet's the way to get to people, that's the way to do it. If it's the back right. of the phone book. So you can somewhat see the trends in advertising when you see what Morris Bart does because he's brilliant at it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't see him <clears throat> excuse me on right. the back of a phone book it must mean that the, the not as many people are getting the phone book anymore or using the well, phone well no one so.
0: gets the phone I mean I don't even know if there is a phone book
1: anymore. my 85 year old grandmother that asked me if she lives on the North Shore and she said if you get a New Orleans phone book can you get it for me so that she can find her <laughs> friends in New Orleans because they all right. still use the phone book because they're in their 80s other yeah. than that nobody uses the phone book
0: well, I guess that's who's still got a landline
1: as people <laughs> in their, in their I, 80s I'm going to admit I'm, I will, like I said I'll be 40 but, next year I did just disconnect my landline recently you did? there you go I do you have me. a
0: landline Abby?
2: I do for now, but we're about to move, so I, I think ah. we might not have one after that.
0: Look who's here, everybody. The Unnaturals are here. Great. Come on over. They look good. It's Hey, come in, you guys. Kevin? Yes. Hey, I'm Grant. How's it going? This is Abby. Hello. This is Kevin from the Unnaturals. This is Donnie. Who Pull up a chair. Cool, and, cool. And this is Jen from the Unnaturals as well. Hey, guys. Pull up a chair. Jen, this is Abby. Hi. Hello. And this is Johnny So put on a pair of headphones. Hi, Jen. And hopefully that's the right volume for you. This is La- <laughs> Lana Caruso, correct? Yeah, that's right. Pull up a chair here, Lana. Okay. So tell us about the dog. What happened?
3: Well, the, the dog uh, has been sick for a couple of days and uh, I took him to the vet and he's going to be fine. So. Yay.
0: <laughs> okay, what he was wrong? He just
3: ra- needs some medicine.
0: What was wrong with him?
3: Some sort of a dog stomach virus. Dog uh, stomach virus, Something okay, like that, all right, yeah.
0: okay. So so you play drums, right? You're the That's drummer. Right, I'm the drummer. You're the drummer, and Jen, you're the bass player. Yes. And um, Kevin's a guitarist. Yes. So, how are we going to do this today? We're going to sit up and play a whole. S- I brought whole bongo theme. drums to play. Bongos are good, okay. Yeah. And what have you guys got?
4: We've got little practice amps.
0: Okay. Let's get those set up. Yeah, he's okay. going to get everything. <laughs> okay. Let's take a, let's take a break there. Okay, so you guys, let's, uh, let's take a listen to something. First of all, tell us a little bit about how you got to be a surf, punk, jazz, metal, swing, rockabilly band. Jan, you want to take that oh, one?
4: God. That's a good one, Jen. Well, uh, actually, I uh, met Kevin uh, several years back, I guess about 2006, and he was playing in a band called Rolling and for the Honey, but he wanted to do a side project that was a little bit more rockabilly and surf and we were both getting uh he was getting me into surf music at the time and i was learning how to play bass at the time so he started throwing some bass lines at me for some songs he had written and we formed a band i had a a gig booked for my birthday and
0: happy birthday by the way when (laughs) is it
4: It, well this was uh it was was august 20th and okay bands canceled so we decided to turn turn it into a real band we went and got a drummer and uh and a percussionist. And how did
0: you find you, f- you found Lana then straight away? No, she's so our she's our
4: third drummer. She's your third drummer. <laughs> it's like, like the spinal, spinal Tap. tap yeah. Of surf rock. yeah. Yeah. So this
0: is your first <laughs> bass gig then in a band.
4: Yes. Yes. I, I've played in a couple of the bands since, but this is this is my baby. This is my this is it.
0: How tall are you?
4: I am five foot two and a half. And a half. And, and a, a and half.
0: And how long? How tall is this bass? It's not much. It's not much different, right? It's almost her wingspan. Yeah. It's about the same. <laughs> hu- isn't it about the same length as you are tall? It looks like it. It's probably. It might be. She it's can like handle it. A hu- She's a big girl. Yeah, it's a huge instrument. Okay. So what do you want to play today?
4: let start with Dead Man's Hands. Okay, we're going to do Dead Man's
0: Hands. Okay. Is it an original?
4: Yes. yes. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs>
0: very nice Great. okay what did you think of that Donnie
1: I would not have known what genre of music that was if you didn't tell me but I loved it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like it a lot it sure was what do you think it Abby really cool nice right Enjoyed it. yeah okay so listen come in here Lana because I have a question for you a lot of questions for you after watching that <laughs> she
1: was amazing on the bongos
3: Thank you. yeah, That's so a, pull,
1: pull your chair in yeah
3: I only did that yesterday we did that song for the first time like that and, I'm really yeah. pleased at the way I came yeah. out. It was great. You're, you're good not job, really. Y'all. You're really like a
0: thank m- you. R- regular drummer, not a regular not yeah, really I'm, a bongo. Yeah, I'm
3: like a rock and roll, heavy metal type of right. Surf surf punk drummer. Well, I'm not much of a percussionist, so. Uh, well, you're yeah, that was great. you're a fascinating
0: looking thank bongo you. player. Because and are you short too? How tall are you?
3: I'm five foot tall and about 90 pounds soaking wet. You're right. five foot <laughs> even. Yeah, that's it.
0: Wow, and you're 90 pounds you're skinny as hell. Hey, man. And you've got these muscular arms with these little black bra straps hanging <laughs> down right. while you're yeah, playing they're, the bombardment. It's I was a great look. Yeah. <laughs> Thank what, you. What do you do normally when you're not playing drums? Well,
3: uh, I work in a, a welding shop as a finish, like I do finish work. I do like grinding, sanding, and, and painting on iron furniture.
0: An iron furniture, yeah, I'm, like I'm wrought iron furniture. Yeah,
3: I'm lucky enough to be self-employed and work with my boyfriend to, to do that, and um, That's cool. that gives me time to come and play with these guys, you yeah. know, in the evenings and on the weekends. So it it works out for me. What's the like
0: What's the name of your company?
3: Well, this is just like a little welding shop. We work like with interior decorators and stuff. We make ornamental iron furniture.
0: This is here in New Orleans.
3: Well. It's across a lake in, in Mandeville. We work. Oh, okay. but we have a lot of customers uptown, um, so we we do a lot of work over here. Well, how do
0: they find you?
3: Uh, John Whitfield Custom Iron Work by John Whitfield. John
0: Whitfield Custom Iron Work. Okay, just remember that, Donnie. Do you have any custom iron furniture at your house?
1: I'm thinking now. I don't think I have any custom iron furniture, but I've looked. You at need a, some. I don't. <laughs> I was thinking about the welding part. I do need a, a rack built for the keg system. I need something to hold over here, the kegs. At, over the, here. At, at
0: Wayfair. At Wayfair. So, so you guys. Donnie owns Wayfair, because I know you walked in here late. This is his restaurant. Okay. So you could get yourself a nice job, Lana. You. Nice to meet you. Making a what?
1: A I, could,
3: p- I could do iron work, but I don't work in a restaurant no more. We, uh, I used to work in the kitchen years ago.
1: I know. Did you, you? She knows what it's like then. We, uh, yes. we, we put 30 draft. We have 30 draft beers here, and that was something that came after the restaurant opened. And in doing so, there's actually behind the wine rack, there's a uh, kegerator, a giant walk-in keg room, and we hold 30 kegs in there. And it's nice to have some backups yes. so that you have a cold beer right, ready for right. the next person. Uh, but you need to be, have a way to stack them up and I've always tried to see if I could find someone with metalwork who could build Lana,
0: are you paying attention
1: here? I'm paying attention. I'll give you a look. I'll give you a look. See what you get. See if okay. you get an idea.
0: That sounds like a pretty interesting job because you built this thing without it's you well, thinking ahead.
1: you build a cooler and it's the same cooler that where all the food yeah. store. It's just a cooler. Uh, but it's a way to store kegs. You just need to have them at temperature. Craft beer should be 36, 37, 38 degrees. It's got the temperature, but that many kegs jammed in a room, we don't have a way. I need to have 30 plus, maybe 10 backups, 40 kegs, and it's just there's just not enough space. Wow. So what are you gonna do you uh, do? It worked out so far. What I do is by staying on top of it, if you f- check the kegs and you figure out which ones are low, I can put up to maybe 8 or 10 extra kegs in there, How uh, but you maybe tell, I can put
0: 20. Is there like a... Some like a readout
1: on the kegs. You can tell. No. You can't tell when they're empty. It's 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 old world. Mm. It's a giant aluminum keg, and you better be able to feel the weight of it. And know <laughs> what the weight of an empty keg is, and gauge how much is in it. And if you do it enough, you kind of know. Mm-hmm. I can tell when there's about five or ten beers left in it. So you have to pick.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? You got
1: to go pick them all up. Oh yeah, you can tell. You just you pick up enough kegs, you know the the weight of the empty keg.
0: Well, that's a pretty good skill to have.
1: I guess I picked up a lot of skills here. I guess they're good skills. Yeah.
0: Well, you started out as a lawyer, you didn't know
1: anything about owning a restaurant. I, I didn't. Uh, the quick story is, I, I'm, I'm a lawyer, uh, but I did meet, when I graduated college and I moved back from Arkansas to New Orleans, I had the fortune of uh, having a friend graduate from college buy a bar. It was Jimmy's Music Club uh, at the time. and, and it was On Oak Street? On Oak Street, um, and I don't know the history of it, but my understanding is that it was a place where bands went, smaller bands, before the Tippatinas, before the House of Blues, and uh i found that out when he opened it up we found a cooler with all the cool band stickers on it hundreds of them bands i'd never seen before so
3: jimmy's t- was like an old punk rock club
1: see they know about yeah. it yeah from yeah. the it 90s it was great it was it was yeah. in the you 90s didn't, you didn't go there i didn't you go were there too young i didn't or? move well I'm, I'm 39 but i didn't move back till 2000. so when well, we moved jimmy's back was to gone it was gone by 2000 because I the guess. tipitinas and the house of blues and, and the musical venues had taken the bigger ones had taken i think over. it
3: was jimmy's before um the 90s i think it was going back yeah. Well, I, I know oh, the that I, for a long time. I know the
1: gentleman that owns Beaver Productions yeah. is a pretty big production company. He came in one time and he said, i met my wife here." So it, I think it was there, maybe in the '80s. I don't know. I really don't. I know Jimmy Ensamo owned the building. He ran it that right. way.
0: Right. Is it Joe from Beaver or Barry from was, Beaver?
1: It, it, I think it was Joe. I think it Joe, was Joe from
0: Beaver is a uh, friend of mine on Facebook.
1: This was a long time mm-hmm. ago. Um, He's a real right-wing crazy ass. Well, Obama, Obama hater. <laughs> you're talking. You're talking from 2015 yeah. years ago. 15 years ago. He's what? He I he didn't came. know anything
0: about his politics then. But I know that he's since revealed himself. I hope he's listening. <laughs> giving I, him a hard time.
2: That's what Facebook is for. <laughs> Isn't that really right? Humiliating yourself politically, publicly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I find that Facebook makes me find out about things. People who I thought were cool, I've discovered are not cool <laughs> at, <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have that experience, <laughs> Abby? Have you?
2: Oh yeah. Well, I I always knew they weren't cool. Really? Uh, yeah. it, it just I'm proves it. Well, <laughs>
4: well, vice versa too. It'd be like you could have uh, you could have a Facebook friend that you really enjoy hanging out with, but then you get on Facebook with them and they post everything, every thought that passes through their brain. Uh, they, they post every funny picture that they see and they, they have really strange opinions about a lot of things. Right, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. They but need to come off like, your let's feed. Just, let's just <laughs> go to a show and have a beer. Let's <laughs>
0: just get off... Let's just get <laughs> off well, What is it about Facebook? that? What is it about Facebook that makes you hate people that you otherwise would like?
4: I mean... It's kind of the thing where you're hiding behind something, so it's, it's easy for people to put things out there that they wouldn't normally put out there. I find and it, it's easier
2: for people, likewise, to pass judgment because they don't have any repercussions.
0: Okay, well put.
2: I, I find that you have to think before you put on something on Facebook. Do I want the person that I hated the most in high school to read this? You know, <laughs> that's a good. What, that's what a is good this? standard? Yeah. What is Lori Cohn going to think about it? Lori, you suck.
0: Lori <laughs> Cohn was the first. She who must have been mean you in high school. <laughs> what? Nah, what, nah, what high she, school did you and Lori go to?
2: Oh, uh, well, it was <laughs> Upper <laughs> Dublin and. Suburban yeah. Philadelphia. So. Well, upper Dublin? Yeah.
0: Upper Dublin. Is, that, is there a lower Dublin or a Dublin?
2: There was no lower Dublin. Middle, there were Dublin. upper and lower Gwyneds and upper and lower Moorlands, but no lower Dublin. So I, I think it was, it was swallowed by the earth. It was an abomination. Upper I don't Dublin.
0: Know. And what was her name? Abby what? Cohen?
2: No, Laurie Cohen yeah. Sorry, shit, your name's <laughs> no. Abby.
0: Laurie Cohen. What did she look like?
2: A pear with a... <laughs> phallic head and weird <laughs> wow. like
1: wow. wet I just hair. got the image instantly. A pear, a, a, yeah, a pear with a phallic head. I wow. did too. That's yeah. brutal. Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I didn't hate her, but I know she yeah, hated me. She, so oh, she it's hated the, you. It's the bad vibes. It's like, do you want the people who are going to project the hatred onto you to what read she, what you're about what to... What did you
0: do to her that made her hate you?
2: Um, I guess just call her out on her BS. You know, she just she came to our school late and um tried to say she was a member of this weird suicide gang in her old, old school. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was bizarre. I don't yeah, know. I yeah.
0: What happens if you're a member of a suicide gang? Are I you, don't. I don't even know. Is it called ISIS. It's
2: not very long lived. Yes, that's 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 I <laughs> 20, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there used to be oh. twenty of us. Yeah. It was <laughs> I don't know what happened to two. all the other
0: guys <laughs> in the suicide gang.
2: It, it was just bizarre. I don't know. The craft was popular back then, so it just... Oh, that, my. That, yeah, I didn't fully oh it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was
3: also yeah. in was high school in the witch 90s. Movie a, yeah.
1: a witch Some, movie. I, I, I could be wrong. I, like witchcraft, I just don't I give a damn what witchcraft. none of
3: them people think. I didn't care then and I sure don't care. now. What school All these did you go later. to, Atlanta? I I graduated from Salmon in Slidell, Louisiana. Salmon in Slidell, the yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right, right. But we was the state champions that year, and I was in Ooh. the marching band, so we got to... Uh, do our little halftime show in the Superdome. That was wow, that's that was pretty cool. 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 cool.
1: Were you a drummer in the Yeah, moment? I was a snare drummer. There's a lot of competition. I, I played
3: the drums since I was 14. I was
1: about to say you've been doing it for a long time. Very talented.
3: Yeah, thank you.
0: Who wow. did you learn? Did you learn at school first at Selman?
3: Well, I, I kind of like I, I kind of started just playing with this other guy um, that was kind of close to my age my age, and we we're like the only kids in the 90s that really liked Kiss a lot. And he <laughs> played the guitar and I played the drums, so we uh became like a little band, you know? Yeah. And uh, we would play kids songs and stuff like that. And then I became in high school and uh, the band teacher uh, knew that I played the drums because I had some friends that played the horns in March band and they say, we know somebody that's a good drummer. And he said, well, go get her. So I learned over the summer, before the next school year started, you know, all the different things that the drummers had to know. And I, I was just really good at the snare drum. And uh, I really lo- enjoyed that. It's one of the best times of my life.
0: All right. There's a lot of uh, competition in L between Selman and Slidell High.
3: Yeah, that that um, was really more about the football players. It was the kids, and the, the kids in the band. the band. We all, band all got along, bad. yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, you know, I guess the football players, you know, they're just teenage boys, and they're just all mad anyways. So.
0: <laughs> Jen, are you from around here?
4: Yeah, well. I grew up in Belchase, then I lived in St. Bernard, then I lived in Chalmette then I lived in Slidell, then I lived in Baton Rouge, then I lived back in New Orleans, then I lived back in Slidell. I also Picayune, lived in a lot of these Orleans. places you just said, yeah.
0: what, what <laughs> were going in a circle around the lake. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing moving around the lake like that?
4: Uh, my dad getting transferred, and then he w- when he had a retirement, early retirement, and then what did he do after that? I don't remember. Oh, he did lots of different... Well, was he I mean, do ref- you really want to know the story? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Because basically, that was it. He got transferred at one point. He got transferred at one point, and then he got forced into early retirement. And so then he had a property in Chalmette that he was gonna have uh, his dad live in one side and his sister live on the other side. So we wound up living in one side. How many sides were it? Two. It was a duplex. And then. Uh, so which
0: side did right you live in? You live with the dad <laughs> or with the sister?
4: Oh, well, no, that was the thing. Like That was the original plan, but then he got forced in early retirement, so his sister was kind of like, uh, <laughs> go find your own place, man. But so we, uh, th- he had a property in Slidell, and so they were building the house in the meantime, and once that was done, then that's how we wound up going to Slidell. Then it was time for me to go to college. So that's how I wound up in Baton Rouge. Well, then I decided the partying was way more fun, so that's how I wound up having to live back with mom and dad. <laughs> and then that's how I wound up back in New Orleans, because that wasn't too much fun either. So. Okay, that's a pretty good story.
0: <laughs> very nice. Thank you very much. Okay. Hey, Abby. Yes. Who, it says you're a sketch and improv comedian.
2: That's right. Who with? Oh, cool. Um, I play at Lanui on Fred, just up the street. Right. Yeah. You
0: have the same color shirt on as the building. I see purple.
2: Yeah, I, I try to match You've my surroundings. always right. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a chameleon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's,
3: that's KB purple. Yeah, K-B that B-B is Purpl- KB purple. What, what goes what's on KB? I don't know what that is. <laughs> so you must not be from here. Oh, yeah,
1: you're I'm from not. Philadelphia. Right. I'm sorry. Oh. It's an old drugstore, very yeah. famous oh. New Orleans drugstore. And everything
3: store. was was purple. It's KB. and yeah. b oh. That's right.
1: I'm
5: sorry, I think I they're all that. Rite Aid's
2: now.
0: Yeah, that was CVS maybe. No, what was that? There was there was two old drugstores, KB and Rexall.
4: Rite Aid took those and what in the, in the 90s, CVS took
3: Eckerd's or something. Oh, Eckerd's. It all it all happened in the, the late I'm 90s. K and B K and B turned over, uh, sold out to one of them big right. drug stores. You know,
4: it's like yeah. Discount Zone bought out Time Saver. It's like like Schwagman's ain't happened? ain't
3: no, there no more. No is like no gone too. No. No yeah.
0: These are all ain't there no more. These are all uh, places uh, that we <laughs> here. What when did you get here, Abby? Uh,
2: 2000.
0: Two thousand. Uh-huh. Well, that's a long time ago now, but yeah. I guess this was even longer than that. Yeah. So how did you get to be a comedian? What happened? How did you get from um, dropping out of law school and getting knocked up?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and then. <laughs> I, I guess I, I should have always been in the scene. I guess you know I I just wanted to express myself creatively and. Um, you know, I, I've always been funny. My uncle, actually... I've uh, always been funny. <laughs> I guess. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm hilarious. But uh, <laughs> my, my uncle was a writer for uh, several comedy shows in the 90s. And, Which ones? Uh, well, most celebratedly, Seinfeld. He wrote four. That's wrote my for favorite Seinfeld. one. I watch that every night.
0: It's pretty impressive. Holy yeah. hell, it sure is, isn't it?
2: That's funny as hell. That's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He Which
0: one, one, one did he write? Everybody knows every episode.
2: Um, well, um the one that he's most well known for is The Opposite, where George realizes that um, everything every instinct he's ever had is wrong (laughs) (laughs) so he does the opposite opposite. and that's how he got the job with the Yankees with the Yankees that's right wow Wow, that was a seminal that's crazy he wrote the the season finale that's impressive yeah wow yeah Um, and his his voice was actually he does um, like voiceover work and like Frank Sinatra impersonations, yeah. and his voice was in one episode. Do you remember the episode where uh, Elaine's boss wants to win the contest to hold the Woody Woodpecker balloon? Yes. Yeah. And there's that radio contest? That's my uncle on the radio. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah. So, how's your uncle? Is he your father's it's brother? It's my mother's or your mo- twin brother. Wow. Your mother's twin brother? Yeah. Wow. So. Are they idea- No, they're not identical no. twins. What a ridiculous <laughs> question. Yeah. What, is your, what does your mom do then? Is she funny?
2: I don't know. Yeah, yeah she's uh, she's funny, but she, she doesn't do much. I don't know.
0: So you got the genes the yeah. somehow. They got the funny genes al- along so, with your uncle.
2: I, I guess I would have pursued it sooner, but my family always viewed him as like this huge failure. Because he what? wasn't, like, a millionaire or whatever, you know, because uh, I'm Jewish, so all of my... Well,
0: Laurie Cohn was Jewish?
2: Yeah, well, I come from a very Jewish part of the country, and... Uh
0: Philadelphia is a Jewish part of the country, I didn't realize that.
2: Oh, yeah, especially, like, the suburbs. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, the, the whole Northeast, really, and... Um <laughs> yeah, he... So what does What's
0: that got to do with it? Are you supposed to be super wealthy if just because you're a Jewish? Basically, I mean, like all,
2: all my grandmother's contemporaries want to be kids Jewish. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you want to be Jewish? No. I want to be wealthy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that, can you? You could convert to Judaism. Yeah. We can convert you here if you like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, yeah. So oh, we you, ain't you gonna throw no
3: money at you for it though.
0: <laughs> do you have the power to convert people? I have the Abby? kit in my bag. You got it? Yeah. You know. What do you need? <laughs> Circumcision.
2: A bottle oh, of Manischewitz. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 bottle of Manischewitz. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's I was,
0: it. I posted something
4: about that earlier
5: today. Yeah, you did? I How
0: come?
4: Well, that was the thing. When, uh, when I was little, my dad would give me uh, Manischewitz and, and like um, a the the
0: little brandy
2: glass. Like Why? with dinner. When they were having one with dinner. Who would buy Manischewitz? Oh, can we say fuck? Yes. Oh, okay. Did I no, say it? No, he did. Oh, <laughs> oh, Grant oh, okay. Grant
0: says it a lot. Why would somebody buy Manischewitz? It's just the horriblest wine I don't out there. Know. Why would you? Because that was what he's my not my Jewish, Mom right? liked. She
4: liked sub- she liked uh, really sweet wines. It's like melted jelly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. grape jelly melted and spiked. Fortified. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so nobody's Jewish. No one's Jewish in your
0: family, though, right? They
4: act.
0: They act like it. okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Apart from being super wealthy screenwriters. <laughs> no.
4: um, but no, say, uh, so Like so, I would feel like I was fitting in at dinner with a glass of wine, so I had my little miniature one, that, with the, but it was I That's
0: what started you down the path to this to salute life of partying and dropping so. out of school and I becoming I believe, a bass player in a surf I believe it's all the fault band. of Manischewitz. At least oh, she's good at so. playing the bass, though. She is a great oh, bass player. Bass yeah. Great. You guys are all great. I would blame the Jews for that. Um. <laughs> Who can you sue? Anybody? Abby. I,
3: I lost. it. Well, her. if you're gonna sue that somebody, you wanna. Yeah.
1: Well, Donnie, Bart.
0: Donnie's attorney. His attorney. Can you oh, sue? Cool. Could you sue the Jews in general?
1: I don't think you can sue religion? the entire race. You couldn't. It'd be tough. Hmm. It would be tough. You'd have a tough time getting jurisdiction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay. What about the manufacturer of ma- jurisdiction? <laughs> <laughs> <there you go. laughs> what about the <laughs> manufacturer of <laughs> manischewitz? So we who, who could that
1: definitely be? sue them. We have to find out where if that company still exists and where they are. Of course, of course it still exists. Exist. I don't even know. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't either.
3: I didn't want to be the only one to uh, say. Okay. Have you never been down Abby. the
2: ethnic aisle of the grocery store? I've been down and all aisles. And they got all those boxes of matzo ball soup mix, and then they got the it's the wine a whole section of a whole
1: aisle. Yeah, I just never yeah. noticed the Manischewitz. I've, I know the, uh, the Monteball suit. We've had that here before, but I don't the Ma- know the Manischewitz. Manischewitz
0: really? is the shittiest wine, <laughs> literally, on earth. On earth. And mm-hmm. it's made in Israel, I think, and it's it's kosher, so you're allowed to drink it, you know, mm-hmm. have what it for Passover. Like? Okay. And it, somehow it's spread out from from serious Jewish Passover kosher people to the rest of the world. Why anybody would buy that <laughs> off a shelf is beyond. till you taste it, we should go. We should send someone out to it's, go get some. It's, it's especially as as
4: puzzling this. because my dad wound up being a wine connoisseur later on, so I don't know how he started there. That is especially <laughs> <laughs> puzzling from
0: the bottom to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's very especially puzzling. Hey, um, listen, you guys, can you play some music behind me while I read these commercials? What do you think? Uh, yeah, i gotta, just, I got to get well, my we ball Well, maybe, maybe just Kevin could do it for now, and then we'll play another song in a minute. Okay. Okay, okay yeah. and I'm going to read these commercials, and then we're going to come back and... Well, should we do another song, you think?
3: We, we have another one.
0: Okay, let's do another one. Okay, Kevin, can you right. just play something sort of groovy, you know?
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's perfect,
0: something like that, Yeah okay thanks to these people who have helped make our show possible today brought to us by Petite Pet Care if you're going out of town you've got a crazy schedule the folks at Petite Pet Care are going to take care of your pet Lana pay attention this is someone who can take care of your pet the sick dog
3: a
5: lot of dogs. you don't have
0: to take your dog to the boarding or to, the, to stay over at the vet these guys are going to come to your house walk your dog, feed it and give it loving care while you're not there
5: well,
3: that, that's something I could use.
0: I know, it's Petite Pet Care. He's Go a petite, petite Pet. Go to he's petite. A, how, what, how? He is petite.
3: Yeah, it's petite.
0: Oh, and he's got a stomach blockage or something. He's a virus. No, he
3: just—he just is having a little upset stomach. What
0: he's all right he, now, though. What did he? He's all right now. Okay. When he, while he's at home recovering, call Petite Pet Care. You can find them at petitepetcare.com. <laughs> now, what kind of lingerie are you wearing? What's that bra you've got on? One from the Target. From Target. Target. Because t- <laughs> if you want to buy a new bra, you can go to Basics Swim and Gym—a full range of basics of swimsuit. What are you getting a call? No. Oh, I ain't
3: getting no call. You can answer it. It's all right.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Basic Swim and Gym sell a full range of fashion, swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes. And they're right across the street from Basic's Lingerie where you could go and check out a new bra. What size are you?
3: Very, very small. Because they
0: do professional bra fitting over there. They all new Basic Swim and Gym and Basic's oh, we're the Lingerie. the smallest
3: one they make. That's my size. Is that right? <laughs>
0: They're on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Also, thanks to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. If you go to the Hangover Destroyer website, yeah, it's called H Destroyer. Why don't you talk to Jen about that one? Jen, it's all right. got to get on it. Go to hdestroyer.com. If you write happy hour in the coupon code, they'll give you 30% off of Hangover Destroyer. And you, too, can seize the dawn. Thanks, too, to unlistednolder.com, the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. If you know what you're looking for, you can find your perfect match before it comes on the market. It's the Match.com of real estate. Nice. It's UnlistedNola.com, and that's all I've got to say about that right now. Thank you very much for playing that in the background, Kevin Balls, the yeah. fabulous guitar player. Kevin from Smoking Balls. Unnatural Smoking Balls. That's a great. Bowls, kn- bowls. That's bowls. funny, bowls. Smoking Balls. Do you guys I smoke don't. a lot of weed in the uh <laughs> I don't. in the surf punk world, I plead the fifth. You do not. <laughs> but you can tell the truth because there's there's no no law enforcement. People listen to the show. No, don't say anything. You do smoke a lot of weed. We all smoke no, a lot of no, I don't weed. T- I, I no, don't, no, I don't talk about that. Okay, all right. Well, what's the drug of choice in the surf punk rockabilly movement?
4: Alcohol.
0: You guys like a lot of drinking? I don't I mean,
4: But we're unnatural, so I don't know. Maybe other ones do like the weed. I don't
0: know. Don't talk about drugs. Look, there's a lot of hand signals. It's like the baseball field here. Okay, what are we going to listen to next? Let's play one more song. Get I the gotta bongos. i to go get my bongos. You can just lean back and grab oh you want to sit back a little bit She's Okay. tiny well, you've got, okay if you want to see photos from the show and see what these guys look like it's worth it go to our website <laughs> go to our website com. You <laughs>
3: burned us
0: yeah. <laughs> it's no come on you guys are great looking go to com or go to our Facebook or Google Plus page it's New Orleans re- aren't these isn't this a great looking band Abby honestly this I'm very like <laughs> turned on right now. These are like real rock and roll. Donnie, this is this is like real. This I'm is like real rock and, next and roll. To people. <laughs> people. Yeah. And she's got four kids. So you have Never to help mind. you'd have to help look after the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What, what
2: we are we gonna, listening to? We Tango go. Rio. Tango Rio.
0: naturals tango rio how did you come up with that who writes the stuff in this band kevin kevin doesn't yeah. want to do any talking so we're not uh, going to force well. him to talk No,
4: force him to talk please uh,
0: Shall we force him to okay yeah. kevin grab this mic That's come awesome. over here yeah. tell this,
4: us this is his, this whole band is his baby it's like he needs to
5: talk
0: more okay kevin you talk. need to talk more well what what is it you don't like about talking
5: uh you know i'm just a soft-spoken person i don't like to I don't, uh, you know, talk very much. Nature, okay, do you find that, hang on, we just have to turn that around so. there. Okay. Dig it, that's there
0: you go. It. Do you find that you'd rather play, that you can express yourself better by playing guitar than by talking? Did you prefer that?
5: Uh, you know, it's a possibility. <laughs> That's a possibility. I, I never really thought of it that much. Because
0: you're a great guitar player. I appreciate it. Aren't you? I mean, really, seriously. Uh, uh, too kind. Uh, that's a nice yeah. thing to say. Because when you're playing in a band like this, there's no place to hide. You're. It, I mean, you're it.
5: Yeah, I feel more comfortable probably with a, a guitar in front of me than public yeah. speaking, for example.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you're you're in front of the stage. Every single note has to be right. What you yeah. play, what you just played there, that song, Yeah, Tango Rio, is like it's. It's got to be perfect. Every note has to be right and has to be in the right place. Otherwise, the whole song falls
5: apart. This is true. This is very true. So, you're you're. Where did you learn to play like that? Uh, you know, I started playing. Uh, uh, I used to play a lot of heavy metal. And it kind of teaches a lot of accuracy and speed and things like that.
0: Most people probably would find that strange to think that heavy metal is accurate. It sounds just like a lot of noise.
5: Yeah, but it, well, there's an art to it. There's an art to it once you, uh, you know, really listen to it and stuff. The old
2: heavy metal. He's
0: yeah, like there were oh, some the really 80s. good
5: guitar players. it's
2: like precision yeah. guitar. Right, yeah, right. Yeah.
5: So who was, who was good
0: back in the day who you were talking about?
5: Oh, you know, like Eddie Van Halen and guys like that. He's incredible players. But right. Most guys were pretty competent back then.
0: So, that's, so, so you picked up the guitar as a kid? Well, like 13, 14 something. Right. Like. Where were you living? Here in New Orleans? Yes. yes. What, what high school did you go to?
5: Um, I went to uh, Andrew Jackson. It's in Chalmette. In Chalmette. So right, you're I, don't know, I don't even know if it ex- exists anymore. It might.
0: Most people know about their high school, whether that exists or not. Why would you don't care about high school at all?
5: Uh, can I can well, No, because <laughs>
4: Katrina wiped out most of the. Yeah,
5: nice oh, well, Sean got yeah. completely destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, don't,
4: right. mine, mine exists, but it's not there anymore. It's in, Mine's totally like, rebuilt. It's
3: like twice the size Right, because Slidell got swamped. Like, right. Look like it did when I went
0: right.
5: It's
0: huge now. So Andrew Jackson is n- yes. maybe there or not there. We'd have to
5: Google it. And plus, uh, they don't have reunions? Uh, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> where do you Where uh, do you live now? I only hang out with the guys from my high school. Like, I live in the
1: Bywater. Okay. Yeah. So you turn into a hipster.
5: Oh I'm not. not. <laughs> <laughs> far from it. Man. I, think yeah, far I, think, I
1: think his cowboy hat says otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, like the, really? I like his look. It's not a hipster look. It's not a hipster look. Not a hipster no. look. What is it? I don't know. I saw a lot of hipsters last night, so I've kind of got an idea like what the hipster look <laughs> is. It's a certain certain hairstyle, certain wear, certain jeans, certain shoes. Certain I, I types think you have style. to grow uh, ah, okay. a, 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 a big long beard. You do a beard have to have the glasses long beard. and oh, okay. sandals, and, and, and your and hair has to be shaved at the sides, but still full up top, and some kind of pseudo greaser jeans. I don't know why they brought up. that
5: hair look back. It's a terrible look.
1: A guy that has no hair, I can't critique anybody's hair. You guys so. have got the same hairstyle, both. You oh, guys wow. have got I a shaved head. Nobody. Like a wrestling
5: tag team over here. Yeah, yeah. You could be
0: brothers. What do you use to shave your head with, Donnie?
1: I'm gonna out myself. I'm a spoiled brat. Um, I found a salon around the corner, and I had a a girl. I had one of the girls that works at the salon come in one night to have drinks and a cheese plate, which we do here. And she said that she says I have a we have great cheeses. Um, she said, I have a yes license to do, uh, like a barber's license to do shaves, and I don't get to do them very often. And I said, well, I don't you really shave. you have a license to well, shave? Well, sure, because you have a razor blade that you kill somebody with. I mean, you can't just go oh, out Okay, that's the a good point. Yes, so, like James Bond, um, I don't, I don't think, in, uh, the, the, in especially the straight razors, the ones you see on the leather strap, the cowboy movies, yeah. and the old style barbers, you can't even do that anymore. If you're grandfathered in, you might be able to, but for the most part, they don't even allow you to do that anymore okay um but she came in and she said i do hot towel shaves and i said well i don't shave my face that often you know, i keep a five o'clock shadow but i'd love for you to shave my head would you want to try it she said absolutely so uh she does a hot towel shave on my head and wow now she but how my face often on my do you have to get that done it i go i go once a week um, normally if you really wanted to keep your head smooth you could use a razor blade every day and shave it or you could trim it every few days but i find once a week it grows back out i I can go about that long before I become really hideous with a giant ring in the back of my right. head. No, I was going
0: to ask Kevin what he uses to shave his head. The but he smoking just, ban is killing him. He just mm. walked out the door. Yeah. Oh, he's going to have a you cigarette. He need to quit yes. smoking anyways. It's true. Public okay. service announcement. Public service announcement. Okay. <laughs> quit smoking. You got to quit smoking, right? Quit smoking
4: Definitely. or you could miss important questions about right. your shaving. About habits. your head yeah. shaving.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Well, what does he use? Then, Jen, you must know what he used to shave his head. Uh, I
4: would probably like whatever you get at the dollar yeah. store. I'm not kidding. If it's
1: that close, he's using a big disposal, something like that. BIC those those r- I think r- he really is. Yeah, you just keep really disposables Disposals work really well because you use them and throw them away. That's what is hard on your skin is if you start using a razor over and over. But if you pay one of those Mach 3s, you pay so much, you're going to use it a few times. You keep using it, It gets rough on your skin after a while what about
0: magic shave have you ever used that
1: like a, something that make your hair fall out like the bikini bag yeah and stuff. yeah I have friends wow. that use it on their bodies but I've never used it on my head but I bet yeah. it would work that should give you a rash boy yeah. You can, if you leave it on too long, the chemical it's, reaction is it's tough it's on like your skin. Right. Oh, it's, a, no, a it's like a nail thing, I tried not a wax. I was a
3: kid. Yeah. I tried one time. I tried, uh, I burnt, it burnt me up, man. I burnt said your I legs t- up. No, I was I tried just uh, a little kid. I thought I've I was going to cut myself. It's you know?
1: pretty brutal. I tried waxing your head. No, 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 no. I've taken some dares and waxed other parts of my body. Some dares? Who dared
0: you to wax other parts of your body?
1: My partner, Vincent. They are known as Vincent and I. were law. The guys in the
3: restaurant business, boy. Well, they, they do some pranks do. now Yeah,
1: and it, he um, he he was uh, when we were in law school, he owned Dino's, which is downtown and then him and I became law partners. And then his family um, built this place out. Now, he and I run it right. uh, for his family. And at some point, we're pretty crazy. And he just I was talking, you know, we're joking with women and we're talking about how waxing. I made a comment that waxing wasn't that tough. And he's like, well, I'll bet you a thousand dollars. You can't get a Brazilian. A thousand did
2: dollars. It. Get out your mom. did you Did you collect? <laughs>
3: I did, so but indeed. but the
1: problem was that not being and not that men don't get waxed, but not being a woman and not being advised by anybody, I probably grew my hair out <laughs> you a did little it bit yourself? longer. So no, 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 I had a professional do it, but I think I grew it out too long. I think you only know, if you need a quarter of an inch, I grew it out two inches or something ridiculous. And what so, are we
0: talking about, pubic hair? Yeah, that's,
3: that's
0: yeah. him. Yeah, you was, had your pubic hair waxed off, and it was two inches long.
1: I, it was long. I mean, I I haven't you know it was long. He looked
3: like a, he was smuggling two
1: boxes. It was it was a it was a. <laughs> It was to see what it was like. It was a funny moment. It, I wish <laughs> we still had the recording. We had a recording at some point. It you had a like moment.
0: a video of you getting your pubic hair waxed off. We had a
1: friend record it. You know, we had, a, we had it. It was all drawn out on a napkin. It was like my nipples, <laughs> my armpits, oh, the back of my no, knees. Oh no! You had to, my my butt. It was just. It was a different part. It wasn't my arms and legs. It would have taken five hours. To you do had
0: that. to do every hair, it not took, every hair it seemed on your like body. Hundreds just of
1: pulls. The bet was head to toe, but we realized it probably. I would have blacked out from pain or from something. So at some point, we refined it to painful areas. Okay, and there was a group of us. We had pizza. It's a funny day. It was a funny day. <laughs> Did
3: that painful. pizza come back up? <laughs> no, after, no. After you got at some point, at some point, would have at some point, <laughs> you like like
1: the electrical. It's like a electrical zap hitting you and after a hundred of them you just start to get numb to the pain it took several hundred pulls it's did. like no a way. tattoo kind it was, of it was brutal. it was brutal i get brutal.
3: a tattoo any day i ain't getting all that sh- no, no it needs. was
1: it was it was uh it was a one-time thing i've never gone back it <laughs> did you get like the that. thousand bucks yeah sure i mean it was yeah but i've lost a thousand bucks too and we've had some funny bets wow.
0: you lost a thousand how'd you lose a thousand
1: uh I, <laughs> we bet that i couldn't go my first year as a lawyer not dating a coworker it's not illegal
3: uh, it wasn't you, illegal it wasn't illegal it
1: wasn't illegal it wasn't inappropriate but it was just a, like he's like you can't be around that many new people at 26 years old and not right. date one of them i was like sure i can and i lost the bet mm. how many months in did you lose it oh let me think of when i started dating that girl see i started working there in october and i think february we were dating but to be fair and to be fair i tried to be a lawyer about it try to make an argument and this, uh, this. You could was, have fired her. Well, I worked in New Orleans, and she, no, she worked in Baton Rouge, uh, and I worked in New Orleans. <laughs> so my argument was, this was we don't work in the same office. Oh, uh, okay. And he said, he said uh, he one said, call, I mean, that's all. Well, he said, I'm glad you're a good attorney. He said, but that's not, you know, how we're going to sell this bet. He's like, you're not going to, you know, you're turning me out of it. You're going to pay the bet. I think you will lose the bet, so I paid the bet.
0: I thought like I would think you won that,
1: wouldn't you? I mean, you're not strictly working with someone. That she works in a different. She was. I mean, she was the office manager at of Baton Rouge, and I did go to Baton Rouge, so you know, it yeah, happens.
4: Yeah, it's all in the terminology. Yeah. it's all yeah. in the terminology. And, 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 if you said work with wor- work with her? It did, he didn't say like you have to work with her on a right. daily basis. He should have just did it on a slip. I know.
1: Well, we're, that's the thing is we're best friends. We tell each other everything, and we knew the spirit. The spirit of the bet was you can't be around that many new women and not try to date one of them. Well, I guess and, he and, knows and, you and pretty well. He, knew me pretty, he knows me better than anybody. He use it with. The easy I tell. I tell every balls. girl. Every girl I date on my phone, he's my favorite, and then you can be second. And if you've dated me as long as I've known him, then you can be there too. Have you, can you be dated him? I have not dated him. I have not dated him. We got a lot of jokes recently about well, how we could date, and I said, if I needed to marry a man to get the tax benefits, I'm doing something wrong. So hmm, Are you we, both we, single still? Um, I mean, we don't, we're not necessarily single. We're not married. Never but, married. Okay. It's, it's funny sitting across from, from Abby because yeah, um, I'm 39. She's funny, right? And funny, and four kids and married, and I'm single and never married, and that's it. it's a big difference. That's a dichotomy there.
0: Hmm. Well, four kids, so that's dichotomy. a big deal right there. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Are you stopping at four?
2: Uh yeah, I think. uh I mean, doesn't
1: sound very definite.
2: I I got some years left of productivity. You remember tivity, the first, right? Uh,
1: can't say definite. The c- first one when she wh- said it happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Could you get to five? Could you imagine bringing up five kids?
2: I don't know. For now, I'm not focusing on reproduction. I I don't. What are you focusing on? Uh, just trying to be present in the moment. You know.
0: Hey, nice. Yeah. I see. It says here that you're going back to school to. Do a course in hospitality.
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, in tourism management, um, I really like the city of New Orleans. I actually trained to be a tour guide last year, and uh, I got my license finally. There was this weird bureaucratic holdup with, like, background checks at City Hall, like, they, they have background checks, like you're, uh, you know, going to be a CIA agent or something. And
0: what are they, because you, that you have to check that you're an okay person to walk around the French Quarter and I point guess. out yeah. sites?
2: N- and lie about, you know, uh, yeah. ghosts happening, basically. Yeah, you know. and
0: how do they, uh, what kind of person gets knocked back for that, I'd like to know. Well,
2: it wasn't me. It was, they weren't issuing any new licenses um, because uh, it was a low-priority thing with the FBI, so they said originally yeah <laughs> okay
0: come on okay that's ridiculous the fbi is not spending time the federal bureau of investigations is not looking into the. that's background. what they told me oh I that's don't know. bullshit <laughs> they're not looking at the backgrounds of tour guide in a small town
2: yeah surely no. small town
0: well, how big are we compared to the rest of the city? Very, very small.
1: I guess. Yeah, very I don't small. Know. how many people are in Philadelphia compared to New Orleans? Ten, yeah. 20 yeah. times. A how many about. Jews in
0: Philadelphia?
2: <laughs> how many Jews? I don't yeah. know. There might be
1: more Jews in Philadelphia than the total populace uh, in New Orleans. Greater New Orleans area. Yeah, I'm yeah.
0: sure the FBI is not looking at. That's what they
1: told you.
2: Well, the, the back, yeah, the background <laughs> checks. We're going through that. Oh, that's I don't, ridiculous! I don't know of course why. Not.
1: Might be a homeland thing I because we're a why. port. You <laughs> oh. never know. Being a port city, being tourism, being homeland. Well, I could imagine we are that these maybe days. if you were the concierge at a
0: hotel, even they might want to know about your background check. But a tour guide on the street?
2: Yeah, I don't know why. But uh, you could lead
0: someone down a blind alley, I guess, in the shoot. You them. know, we're a very
1: bureaucratic yeah, government, but right? A gang of extremely them. bureaucratic, bureaucratic them. government. What in, in New Orleans in general? In, no, in the United States? In the United, in the United States. States? Everywhere, we're very bureaucratic. There's a department for everything. Everybody's got to have a job. Everybody's got to have a job. There you go.
0: Anyway, Kevin, smoking bowls. You walked out of the room right when I was <laughs> gonna ask you. Oh,
5: yes. Pull over this. Go ahead.
0: What do you use to shave your head with? We'll see so if I, they were right.
5: So I usually, usually when I do my face, I just take the razor and bam, knock it out. You know? And they
1: just keep going on your head. head. Okay, yeah, that's Disposables what they s- or the Mach uh, 3s?
5: Disposable. See? Told you to Okay, yeah. there you go. That's Everyone that's what was right. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. Have you ever tried Magic Shave? That was my next question. Like Nair. Uh, yeah. like uh, I'm, have you ever I'm not, not sure hair? what that is. Something so makes your hair fall so out, like, like, a, like a, a Nair. Yeah. Burning not your skin. Like yeah, chemical, no, chemical, yeah. You get chemical burns from that stuff, I think. No, no one tries that. Okay, all right. No. Hey, we're going to get the hell out of here in one minute. What have I forgotten to ask? Anything?
4: Need to talk about Creepy Fest. Creepy Fest?
0: I don't know anything about Creepy Fest. What is it?
4: Creepy Fest is a four day. It's, it's a festival, mostly punk and metal and hardcore. It's uh, kind of like a celebration of the underground. So it's o- uh, this year it's over nine venues. There's over 40 bands playing from uh, Texas, Tennessee, Louisiana, Mississippi. I don't know where else. I'd have to look it up.
0: And what dates is it?
4: It starts tonight at Bank Street Bar. <laughs> tonight. That's okay, why so I have to, to this. It. But we are so playing Saturday night at Rare Form. So Saturday night,
0: the what? Is that the 17th of July or yes. 18th of July? 18th. 18th, 18th. 18th of July. In case you're listening to this, it's 2015. Yes. Yeah, it People yes, yes, yes. People listen to these podcasts.
4: But it is the 7th annual, <laughs> so if you're listening to this next year, it might be
0: going on Okay, the so time, check it out so. at Creepy Fest. If you haven't to listen yeah. to it this weekend, it's the weekend of the 18th and 19th of July 2015. Yes. And you can find it at creepyfest.com or something. Well,
4: if you go to Facebook and search for creepy fest, there's uh, okay. a Facebook page. There's an event page, and there's like individual event pages for. Uh, I, some thought of different shows. I thought I'd
0: heard of everything, but I'd never heard of creepy fest. I have I've, not either. I've heard of all sorts of festivals, all yeah. of festivals, and it's seventh annual. And, uh, this, seventh there's annual. there's even a.
4: Fest. The way it started was because uh, my boyfriend actually Bill Hines. He works. Uh, he, he makes movies with Terror Optics. And they were going to do a, a release party for the soundtrack to a movie, a short film called Creepy Dean that came with a, a disc that had the, the short film, a couple of the short films and music videos on it. That's why it's Creepy Fast for Creepy Dean. Creepy
0: Dean. Okay. Yeah,
4: But it wound up becoming like a, a, a bigger thing than he expected. And then everybody loved it. He kept, kept it going, but he kept the name. So, oh, it's cool. so it's yes. creepy Fest. So your
0: boyfriend is at the helm of this creepy fest. Okay, and Bill Hines. Helping,
4: so he's in lots of bands. Everybody. He's in lots of bands.
0: He's a musician. This year well. he's only yes. got
4: four bands playing that he's in.
0: What four bands? He's is He's had
4: in? like six before in previous years. He's in what? the pallbearers. The pallbearers. He's in <gasps> Dummy dumpster. <laughs> Okay. He's in Maggot Sandwich, which I'm also Maggot in. Sandwich. Maggot yes. Sandwich. We're this having our record release party Friday night. In You're on Maggot
0: Sandwich. Too. Yes. So that's romantic. That really, you yeah. Remember, I said those, those little side projects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's magic. <laughs> do you serve that here at Wayfair?
1: We do not. We serve great
0: sandwiches. <laughs> it could be a delicacy in some sandwich. countries.
4: You don't know. It could be.
0: Who came up with the name Maggot Sandwich?
4: Uh, it's actually um, a Florida hardcore band from the '80s, and Vic Chaos is the uh, last original member, and he lives here now. Okay. So he needed a new rhythm section. Oh, we need to have it. you
0: guys on Happy Hour, huh? Maggot Sandwich with Vic Chaos and the two of <laughs> <laughs> it. Just the three of you in it, or it's is just it? three, yeah. Oh, you have to come back on with that Maggot Sandwich band. Don't <laughs> you uh, I, I can't. I can't imagine don't the know. The that's gonna go well. Uh, the, the, on the Maggot blog. Sandwich acoustic set. Yeah,
3: that's. <laughs> <music>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fast.
0: Yeah. It's like thrash, sort of. Simple but tourist style It's uh, it's like
4: it's hardcore, hardcore punk. punk, punk. And like, yeah, oh, hardcore punk, punk. Okay. Punk,
0: yeah, it's like punk, old school hardcore, hardcore punk. Punk. Yeah, like punk, old
4: school. A, punk.
3: Did you? Did you have
0: Did you ever see the review? Maggot sandwich, shit sandwich.
4: <laughs> what? That's from Spinal Tap. That's from
0: Spinal Tap. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> really? Yes, that's a line of Spinal Tap. How do I not remember that? I mm. don't know, uh, I uh, but Kevin Bowles knows it. Oh, of course he would know. It yeah, is definitely. a great It is a great movie. Great so movie so yeah, Kevin's Amp goes, goes
3: to 11. Yeah. Goes and up to 11. A, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's
0: true. So, Creepy Fest is uh, the weekend of the 19th of, 18th to 19th of July 2015. It's and next year, they the starting weekend. tonight. It's always that's the weekend, weekend, of yes, every every it this middle of July. Every year, it
4: is the middle of July. The middle of July, okay. Every
0: year. Nice, t- uh, nice time for a festival, nice and cool. Yeah. Okay. So, Creepy Fest is you guys, Kevin, did I forget to mention anything you want to say? Before uh, we get out of here, we're
4: let's on talk Saturday, about it. Yeah, you we mentioned yeah. it again. That, yeah. Yeah. and okay. like You could mention that we're playing next weekend okay. at Rare Form on Friday and at, at Bank, Street Bank Street Bar on Saturday. Saturday. Okay, so if we you could f- mention that.
0: We could mention that. Where <laughs> can we find you? Are you is it theunnaturals.com? We're on
4: reverbnation.com, Facebook. Okay. We're on Bandcamp. And we're on, uh, what's that other one? Oh, we got a playlist on YouTube so you can find yeah. everything in okay. one spot.
0: Okay, and we have a link to you guys on our website. It's newwomanstalk.com. Awesome, great. Thank you. Okay um what donnie what were you going to say before uh, i just you? wanted Something to say we love this.
1: having happy hour here hey thanks. And, uh, we if love you're it too. if you've never been to wayfair please come check us out we have a great happy hour every day from four to seven with food and drink specials if you're one of our loyal customers the big change that we're trying to get the word out about is we're doing brunch now on friday i'm oh. sorry excuse me on saturday and sunday oh. uh, from 11 to 3 i think brunch is a breakfast and brunch is a, a big meal in New Orleans. i think people actually love to go out for that And we redid the whole menu. Uh, We have quite a few new items. We have our take on a Benedict with a homemade cornbread and a pulled pork and a uh, tasso cream sauce. We have uh, our French toast. We have a classic breakfast. We have a savory quiche, which is something different. We have a common combination between a quiche and a bread pudding. So, um, complete overhaul to the menu. We oh, put out all new wow. menus. You got to come try the brunch. It was God really well. Damn it, we do. And we're only on the second. week. It was <laughs> I very wish
3: late. I wouldn't have ate before I, I came here. I, I didn't know you had food. <laughs> I well, eat.
1: the food is amazing, but the brunch is something really new and exciting. It's this will, we've only done it one week. This will be our second weekend coming up. Okay. Um, so now I'm kind of ready to be run over with business. I was a little trepidatious last weekend. Didn't want to get crushed, but we're ready to do it this weekend. And uh, it was very well received. Um, everybody came in and enjoyed it so we'd love to have you guys come in and try oh, that it that
0: sounds great I would love to try that and fun. also to, we can come and have brunch and then go to Creepy Fest or the other uh, way around yeah. I love, <laughs> I love, it. I love it. it there you go love it. struggle in from Creepy Fest and have brunch Donnie that sounds so great here Thank you. Thank you. We, we, we've had a great time being here uh, at, at uh,
1: We've enjoyed Way having fair. you guys. It's, it's I come a lot in of fun and, yeah, in. Yeah, and, and it's when I come into work, usually in the afternoons, to close up the place for the night, and I get to hear these great bands playing. Yeah. You know, I never knew this type of music until they played it. I'm like, wow, apparently I like this kind of music, and I didn't know it. Now, who So knew? it's
0: very cool. That's what we do
1: it for. Yeah, you can
3: come see us play at
0: the Creepy Fest. Uh,
1: if I ever don't have to be here seven days a week, I should definitely come check we it out. We do play till okay. 12
0: o'clock at night.
1: That's the, the Love of New Orleans right. late sets.
0: That's The Unnaturals. Kevin Balls on guitar, Jen A on bass, and Alana Caruso on drums. Thanks, Thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. Thanks, too, to Abby Mannix, who's the funniest woman in, uh, on Ferret Street. Easy, uh, right? Yes. Funny mom.
2: <laughs> and humble. Are you
0: going to be like a superstar screenwriter like your uncle?
2: Time will tell.
0: Are you writing anything?
2: Yes, I'm writing um, sketches, and, and we're filming them. Ah. We're going to have them online soon.
0: Oh, what, yeah. Where can we find them?
2: Um, they'll be on nolacomedy.com. That's the Lanui website.
0: <laughs> Nolacomedy.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And when, when you guys come back on with Meg at Sandwich, I'm going <laughs> to ask you about that giant tattoo on your back.
2: Uh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. It's pretty cool. Look at that.
2: Wow. Oh, she's wow. got some nice
0: Very wings. Very nice. Well, f- oh, my God. Look at that. That is super
1: cool. She's got cool. a set of wings. Randy cool. Cool. Muller
4: yeah. at Eye Candy Tattoos. It's uh, Eye
1: Candy Tattoo. Wow. An
4: angel, a uh, pinup girl, and a double doll, and they're hanging out together, and the angel's even dressed a little slutty, and she's smoking cigarettes, and her wings are all singed and everything.
1: Very cool. That
0: is great. And it's on your back, though, so you get to see that very much yourself. she
3: look at it in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's cool. Everybody, it's thank so you so much for joining us. Thank you, Grant. Thank the you. Unnaturals, thank Donnie you. Rose, thank Abby you. Mannix. Right. That's our happy hour for this week. Our show is produced by Graham DePonte, our associate Ooh. producer and technical director, is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director and our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, you can drop us a line. Our address is on our website where you can also check out many other happy hours as well as some other shows we make here. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. True to the game with Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and The Man Who Ate New Orleans, Ray Kanada, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker. Milo's Music pilot with Kim Vu and The Revolutionary New Way to Buy a House in New Orleans, Unlisted NOLA. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos are taken today by the lovely Alison Moon right over there. If you listen to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app that you prefer, thank you for subscribing to us. Do one thing for me. Take one moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. It really does. Our show is recorded live today at the fabulous Wayfair on Fretz Street, where you can come and get brunch on Saturday and Sunday. And where they also put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass and have a three-hour happy hour every day. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworlands.com. If you're looking for Andrew Duhon, he's on tour in Europe. You can find out where exactly at andrewduhon.com. Thanks for joining us on Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week at Wayfair on Happy Hour.